sheet. I get drunk most every day. Jitterbug, boom, boom, boom. Break me up for your cocoa. Last Christmas, he gave me your heart. The very next day, he took it away. This year, I'm such a, another word that I can't <laughs> say anymore. Merry Christmas, everyone. To all middle class was listener. Mur was a. Uh, you were acapelling George Michaels, right? Not uh Yeah. George Michael, not Michaels. You do that every goddamn time you bring him up. Uh yeah, that was I guess technically a wham song, but um I was listening to I listened to a variety station in the morning. I've given up on Is there any good new music out there, by the way, before we get into this? Is there any new I like Dua Lipa. I think Dua Lipa is a quality artist. I think some post Malone stuff is quality, uh, artistic, uh, stuff that deserves to be out in the world. Yeah. Some Harry Styles here and there. Yeah, I I will say yes. Like I also had a friend today send me like a couple, like, re- kind of like jazzy kind of bands is how I would describe them. But like I don't know, everybody's got their own different style, right? But I was like, wow, this is new music that I I quite enjoy. Thank you for sending it to me. And I would have never found this shit because I really I get stuck in kind of my own like I think lo- most of our Spotify's or your Apple Music's are a lot like Instagram or TikTok, right? They get all algorithmy. And they're like, "Hey, do you just want to yeah. listen to Tupac again?" And you're like, "I mean, yeah." Like <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I think it's it gets tough sometimes. You have to force yourself kind of out of it, but you ain't never going to hear nothing cool on the radio. Or like you well, like a, and that's like a peppy singer, but like you ain't getting any quality music from the fucking. Radio. But see, I think that's why I listen to this. Like it's like from yesteryear to today, Variety Station. You'll get everything from the Beatles all the way up to hmm, what year did music die? Like nineteen ninety eight. So maybe like all the way up to like Blink one eighty two. And I'm not even saying that's great. I'm just saying that that was still new solid music up to that era and uh and some good old-fashioned george michael once uh he went solo and and he's he, and faith came on well i think it would be nice if i could touch your body and i started remembering i started remembering the music video to faith and it's george michael and he's wearing some distressed jeans he's got a white t-shirt on He's got a nice black leather jacket on. He's got these cowboy boots with these like silver tips on them. Of course, he's got the one earring and the perfectly like boom, boom, boom. Like the beard is just on point. And I just remember laughing to myself because I was like, man, I remember when I was a kid, George Michael from the Faith video. Now that's what a man looked like. That's what a burly, manly man was right there. And I wanted to be George Michael. And I was like, that guy gets all the women because he looks like a man supposed to look. And I just realized how jaded, how jaded my young youthful mind was. Well, I, th- I mean, if if he were, Christ, was was he homosexual or was he bisexual? Can I just say homo now? <laughs> Is that allowed? Yeah, sure. Yeah, homosexual. In, this context, in the context of this where that context it works, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, then yeah. He was totally a homo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think like when did he get yeah. caught having homosexual sex in the public restroom? Uh I'm gonna say that was like mid nineties. Yeah, mid nineties, something okay. like ninety five, maybe. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily at the time that a young Andrew was like, Yeah, that's a man. Look at him. Wow. That guy, it's 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 oh. George Michael, Michael, and Hulk Hogan. They're running neck and neck for all the fucking. That, I, the, the good and I, I guess that's my I guess that's my point. Is like uh, like what? Okay. 
if you look back on it, what were the stereotypical versions of something that like like eventually crushed your world? Because you're right, in that same era, if you want to be a manly man, like Hawk Hogan, yeah, Jim Duggan, Rambo. Yeah, well, hold on. See this now we gotta take a step back. Because if you look, if you use your adult eyes and go back and look at an oiled up Sylvester Stallone with his with his long hair and a perm. That probably isn't the most manly man. Like, we get these visions in our head of what things are supposed to be, and they just they just aren't. Okay, oh, here's a good on. one. In the same what? breath, you were like, yeah, Jim Duggan, and then you skip the fucking beat on John Rambo. Shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Oh, wait, fucking some wait. two by four carrying fucking hillbilly like, oh, fucking outbeats fucking John Rambo in the masculinity fucking world. Shut up. That's fucking. Yes. <laughs> what? At highest Are level. you? OK, hold on. Hold on. At least at least Taxol Jim Duggan is a real guy named Jim Duggan. Whereas John Rambo is Sylvester Stallone pretending to be a guy who could kill a bunch of people. So, so we were like, so we were shredding the lines between semi-fictional and non-fictional people because wrestlers are and, and John Rambo. I don't know, Sly Stallone then. But then you immediately jumped into like, you were like, you, you were like, I would... Hulk Hogan, Jim Duggan. And I said, John Rambo, like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> that, that, that's okay. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting on your idea completely. What I'm saying is though, if there's a special forces guy out there, he definitely isn't shaving his body in a cave so he can look all glistening in the sun when he's shooting his <laughs> explosive Hollywood, arrows. Hollywood cut a few corners. All right. I'll give you that. <laughs> Ridiculous. And that's, and that's my that's my point is like how like I don't want to call it advertising, but whatever that is, whatever that visual stimuli is that gets us to do whatever it is. Like, OK, a young Andrew Murr wanted to change his entire look to be a gay man moonlighting as a like hot commodity in the heterosexual world. Like that's that's my point It's like George yeah. Michael was playing on your emotions like. I'm going to pretend to be the guy that you all want to be standing all cool against a jukebox with one leg up. Like nobody ever stands because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He, he was sexy as shit in faith. I'll give him that. He was a, yeah. It was uh 1998. Oh, <clears throat> wow. He got, uh, right. That'd have been a little bit. I thought later. it was earlier than that. And that was like in a 25 cent bathroom. Right. It was like a it was like a LA yeah, bathroom. Yeah. Like, pop, pop. Well, that was in it was in like a bath, like one of those like places where like uh in something about is it something about Mary? Yeah, where Ben Stiller <laughs> inadvertently finds himself in a face to face with a blowjob that he didn't ask for. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, it was one of those type of places, like notorious hot spots where an undercover cop decided to stake out. <laughs> like I just want to know how. How many uh, propositions did that cop, uh, you know, maybe let fly under the radar before he finally pulled the trigger on one? Hey, aren't you George Michael? <laughs> You're coming in with me, buddy. No, I, I let the other the 10 time. guys. <laughs> I let the other 10 guys go, but you're coming with me. Oh, wait. Was, yeah. I had the tough time following you on the there's something about Mary. You talking about when he picks up the guy for the six six minute abs? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then he, no, and then he's like, I gotta pee, and they stop at the rest area, and then like he goes out, and it's like a bathhouse basically for gay men. Yeah. And then the cops come up, and it's like, I was just peeing, and they're like, Yeah, that's what we were doing. We were all just peeing too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, fuck, man, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it, like if I could think about I, I don't. There wasn't a time when I looked at Freddie Mer Freddie Mercury when I was a kid and was like, Yeah, look at that. Um, I mean, I see pictures of Rock Hudson. I was like, yeah, man, it's a handsome guy. Uh, yeah, but I guess, um, okay, okay, your brother and I talk about this a lot. Um, Diamond Dave from uh Van Halen, David Lee Roth. Mm -hmm. He, when we were young, like that was a man. Look at him jumping around on stage with his greased up chest hair and his unitard doing splits on stage, singing falsetto. That's a man. No, it's not. 
that guy would get his ass handed to him in any bar in the LA area. <laughs> Yet for some reason, because he's on MTV, he's got spiked up hair with half a can of Aquanet in it. And this is masculinity? No, it's not. It's just it's just funny, like what you think of when you were younger, like what the pillar of masculinity was and right. when the dream comes crashing down and the reality of adulthood. Right. But let's be clear, your childhood and your adulthood still haven't been able to figure out the, the bridge between Jim Duggan. That was masculinity. And it's still masculinity. Is that what I'm getting here? Getting out of here? Look, Hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> is a man's man i will hear no argument against because the there isn't Bun one the paul bunyan of the wrestling world i got you yeah yeah all yeah. right hold on i will defend this all right i will alan always hits me with a good argument alan challenge me tell me why jim duggan is not a man's man why am I getting dragged into this? I didn't say <laughs> I didn't choose a side. Uh, no, no, Alan no, agrees with like, me, Wes. Like, you're, you're like, you're yeah, Michael, I don't you. think like the character is a man's man, right? Like, but I think the man behind the character is the character. I don't think Hacksaw Jim Duggan was too many IQ points away from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think Jim Duggan and Hacksaw are basically the same guy. I mean. Think about the wrestler, the man who was like walking around the lumber yard one day. I was like, I know this is my prop. Oh. Hey, he may have gotten inadvertently like crossed in with a uh, with a lumberjack bathhouse. I was like, hey, what am I doing here? But like, hey, Jim, we're all about feeling good. Don't worry about it. No one's going to tell you. Your secret is safe with us. Feeling good. <laughs> your, your hacksaw secret is safe with us. Let's see what you got. Come on, pull your pants down. Come on. <laughs> Whoa, we can't deal with that. That's too much. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Obviously, Murr, I was totally on your side until Murr just made their fucking West just made that compelling argument. And <laughs> I I think I could be I could be on his side now. Okay. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a, a 250 pound, six foot plus man, right? Um <laughs> you know, it, it probably didn't shower that often you know work 300 days a year doing a physical job um remember back around like 96 97 when he had that football sized tumor on his like left hand side and he continued to wrestle like every fucking monday night on live television yeah like i just don't see like george michael be like somebody like george michael gets a pea sized tumor he's like he's got a call in people magazine to talk about the fight of his life yeah, but see, George Michael was extremely wealthy, whereas working working Jim Duncan had to work or he would have just died of that tumor because he wouldn't have money to live. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's totally different circumstances. And Jim Duggan's still living, so obviously that tumor just went away. <laughs> well, they cut it out eventually. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, he had to some... work. He had to work to make enough money yeah. to get cut out. In in the ring, they did it as a part of the the bit. They had they had that's another wrestler he, cut that's it out. Actually, how he afforded the rest of it, I heard. <laughs> so he did it as a bit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. It was the tumor for the title match. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Loser leaves town <laughs> forever in a pine box. <laughs> Uh, middle class holes, everyone. Alan, Foxman, Murr. <clears throat> uh, okay, I want to ask you guys this straight up. Do you guys have you guys? Okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna assume it's yes. It's yes on my end. Have you eaten spam? Yes. Yes. Okay. I bought a bunch of spam at the beginning of the pandemic because we we're all worried that we we're going to be eating meats at the supermarket. So we're like, fuck it. I told my wife, I'm like, look, have you ever had spam? She's like, I don't know, maybe. I was, like, I was like, I think it's delicious. We're buying some spam. It go, never goes bad. And it's it's delightful. Yeah. Uh, I, I like spam. Alan? Yeah, I fucking love it. I bought a can. We were shopping for like Thanksgiving stuff. And we were walking down the canned food aisle. And I was like, oh, I'll take one of those. That's, that'll, 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 that'll be breakfast one of these days. Uh, 
Yeah, I fucking love it. All right. Well, I'm glad you like it as breakfast. Me too. Yeah. So we're going to cross the line into something that should or should not be crossed. I'm going to pose this question to you guys here. So the title of this is uh, Figgy Pudding Flavor Spice and Everything Nice Limited Edition Spam. That's right. You heard that right. The first question, the second question is why would they deviate from classic spam, which is pork, sugar, water, uh, water, water, salt, potato starch, and sodium nitrate, a preservative. Uh, the new seasonal spam, you heard that right. It's a figgy pudding spam. And I'm going to share this with you all. Right here. Figgy pudding spam. <laughs> okay. Is it a pudding or is it a meat? I, or is figgy <clears throat> pudding a meat pudding? Well, so. this is like fig... Orange flavor, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and allspice. So there's the. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's no, there's no meat. No, it's it's more of a. Interesting. It's more of a no, fig than it no is. Meat at all. What's that? There's no meat at all. No, no, it's fig. Okay. All right. So okay. So here's a, here's a, my follow up question to all this: Is spam a meat, or is spam a brand? That is so popular that the meat has been, you know, like attached to the name. Well, I, I like just, is, is, spam, is what's I, in the can a ham, a canned ham that is called Spam because the good folks at Spam marketed the shit out of that name. Does that make sense? And so now that you're saying it's a Spam figgy pudding, everybody's like, oh, why would, why would you put pudding and meat together? Okay, pause. Yeah. Spam, spam's definitely meat. Pork. It's pork. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we'll get that out. That's fine. Mm-hmm. The figgy pudding, like, in the English sense of the, of the term, because that's really where this shit comes from, because we don't eat that shit. So figgy <laughs> pudding is more like a, it's more like a cake-like substance. It's more like, we think of like bread pudding. Does that make sense? You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fi- traditional figgy pudding. And it's made with like all them spices, figs, or other dried fruit. And then the fucking base of it is suet. So it's like beef fat, right? Mm. Okay. Mutton, I don't know. You're like mutton fat, I- too. It could work, too. So, like, fucking, my cons- I was curious. It was like, is spam making like spam definitely has meat at their disposal do they are they making like like a traditional figgy pudding but in a can oh maybe they're just using the jelly the spam jelly spam jelly make the figgy pudding which we all are well i like how all of us were like oh yeah the spam jelly sure yeah yeah i mean someone comes by with a like a like a squeegee mop just and then yeah. this this is going to the fig bin the fig it, bin yep right to the fig bin okay fine there's a floor there's a floor drain and it just it's they <clears throat> they mop it all into the floor drain and then this goes to the figgy pudding department <laughs> the figgy pudding department <laughs> so the, the the question was posed why do you want to hear the company's response sure absolutely. okay the makers of spam brand wanted to create a limited edition seasonal variety that captures the magic, warm flavors, and nostalgia we all crave during the holiday season. And with Spam Figgy Pudding, the brand did it in all-in-one can. That sounds like a fucking... I lo- <laughs> you love it? I, dude, I, I love it because I know that there's a guy or gal who has this PR job and and like they just delivered the three sentences of their entire career, yeah. And they all, all they hit all the marks. Huh. It, it's almost like the why not? Like why are you questioning this? Spam is a brand of quality <laughs> and deliciousness. <laughs> like and they were the offended that they even asked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck you, mean? <laughs> yeah. Bring me some figgy pudding. Bring me some figgy pudding. Bring me some figgy pudding and go fuck yourself. That's what they just said. <laughs> he just said, yep. 
Magic, warm flavors, yep. and nostalgia we all crave during the holiday season. And I, I mean, listen, I have a Chinese gift exchange coming up during the holiday you know, you season. Better I, get one. I think some spam figgy pudding might be might be at some. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's trying? To I have a question. I'm not, but one of you two should try. No, hold on, hold on. We've all heard the song, like with the figgy pudding in it, right? And we're not British, so we've never had figgy pudding. Have you ever had figgy pudding, Wes? Wait, we've heard a song that involves the words figgy pudding? Yeah, he just sang it, motherfucker. But he said, and go fuck yourself. I've never heard that before. Well, that part was an adult. That, it was the, oh, <laughs> that, that, I thought Murr was being uh, his usual We wish you itself. a Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. the, the, we, wish, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Sure. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Somewhere in that song, I can't quote the exact lyrics, but it's like... Figgy pudding, I believe. We wish bring you us figgy a figgy pudding. pudding. We'll bring us or something along those lines. Figgy pudding is the syllabic phrasing that they use, mm-hmm. and I've never had figgy pudding, and it's a British fuck you food, so why would I ever have figgy pudding? But now that the most American brand in all of canned foods has created a figgy pudding, I feel like it's my duty as a patriot to go <laughs> buy a can of spam figgy fucking pudding and try it once and for all, and it might be delightful. I have a feeling it's going to be like an almost over overly cinnamony kind of um, gelatinous bread well, that I will enjoy one or two bites of. Regardless, like regardless of what you're talking about, here's the problem now: is that American fucking economy and America, the, the, the buffoon to drive the fucking market. Do you want to know the goddamn standard price for this? Is it's like twenty four bucks. What? For one can? Type in spam figgy pudding in your Google search bar, then hit shopping. You can get it on Bonanza. I don't even know what the fuck that is for $17. Everything else, eBay, 19. eBay, 20. 30. Uh, Fucking eBay. Bonanza. I'm going going to where the American economy still runs appropriately. Amazon? And that is the Amazon. Yeah, there's a two-pack on Walmart for $9.98. When's it going to get delivered? I don't know. January thirtieth. Out of stock. Know what you said? <laughs> yeah, it's out of stock. That's not the point. The price is still fine. Two. I mean, two for nine ninety eight is a little steep, right? But it's seasonal. It's limited edition. A little bit of a markup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's the spices we desire. So yeah, yeah. I get it. And I, pork and or ham. There's no pork. <laughs> No, there's got to be, because like I said, they use meat jelly to make the actual pudding. You're right. Oh, Walmart is the official seller of Spam Figgy Pudding, because I went to the official Spam website, and when I hit order now, it took me there. So two cans of two 12-ounce cans, a two-pack, $9.99 on the Walmart website. So I I have a... So $5 a can? I have a Secret Santa thing coming up. I need to do $25 worth. So right, I get we'll two get of these and what? Like a serving dish? Ooh. Yes. Definitely. Some some fine plastic cutlery. <laughs> 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 no, maybe, no, maybe, maybe a bottle of Rolaids. Yeah. I may, or maybe some regular spam to wash down the... <laughs> to wash down this... <laughs> Wait, can can spam just make the jelly like is like a like a like an additive like to any kind of dish that you're doing like uh like instead of using like uh i don't know oil to season your pan you can use spam jelly and then once you've had a romantic spam filled dinner you can just take it straight to the bedroom and use it as a lubricant oh those those smells in that bedroom. Yeah. It's got an OnlyFans uh, theme written all over it. Spam, spammy jam. Damn. That's a good idea. It's spamdemonium. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, hey, folks, pick it up. Uh, figgy pudding spam. If you're looking for a last minute stocking stuffer or something to spice up your holiday party with, uh, right? Yeah, I say order order some cans. Yeah, order, yeah. order spam too. Fuck it. A couple cans. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Alan, 
you you don't need to order spam. Spam is readily available. Yeah, you're just ordering piggy pudding. There's some regular spam in there. Fuck it. That's right. You, you can't just go get spam though. I I just did it. <laughs> Yo, wait! You just ordered spam? Well, no, I got I, I got spam at the store. Oh, gotcha. All right. I literally have spam in my 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 pantry right now. I, I might cook that shit up tomorrow. Now that you said it. Hey, if uh, if you guys get uh, a couple cans of figgy stuff delivered to you, wasn't me. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I'm not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get to a segment that we haven't gotten to in quite some time. This, folks. Holiday one and done. That's right. And uh, this one and done sort of uh, combines our two favorite loves, which is animal fights and I guess Santa Claus in a way. Um, We'll start with this one. Thousands of party animals attended the Midwest Fur Fest, the world's largest furry convention. Now, um, if you're not aware of what furries are, furries are individuals who, quote unquote, take no sexual pleasure in dressing up in anthropomorphic costumes. Um, but let's be honest, they all have a backdoor hatch on their costumes for a reason. Um, but this year, they got together for some fur fun. Furries from across the globe, many donning anthropomorphic animal costumes, took over the Hyatt Hotel in Illinois for the world's largest furry convention last weekend, the Midwest Fur Fest. Welcomed thousands of participants from over 50 countries spanning every continent except Antarctica. Which is stupid to say in a news article because no one is a native Antarctican. Um, the four-day fuzzy fiesta was simply a celebration of the, quote, culture of furry. I will not read any more than that. If you'd like to know what furries truly dress as, uh, look up Pokemon and then imagine that as a mascot. But this also coincides with the thousands of Santas who gathered for SantaCon in New York City. People are bringing their hats, their coats, their room for plenty of beer, and this all happened on Saturday, and the celebration was in New York City. Basically, everyone dressed up like Santa Claus for the largest tailgate in the world. The holiday-themed pub crawl emerged after Santa Claus dress attendees first gathered in a kind of performance art in the 90s and began frequently in bars in the early 2000s. It's now gone full-scale, with organizers, drink specials, and a charity drive. So this year's holiday edition of One and Done is this. Furfest versus SantaCon. Battle to the death. Who is the victor? Wes, we'll start with you. No, I. for a minute I thought you were going to ask what I wanted to attend. But you're saying these two... There's a, there's a battle line drawn and Furfest and SantaCon fucking rrr, dorks emerge and start fucking pummeling one another. And who wins? Or just yeah, the what's, the, what's, the, what's the better party? Like they, like they double book the Hyatt fucking yes. center, and they got to yes. fucking fight it out. Wow. <laughs> who comes out victorious? Whose blood is strewn across the streets of New York City? Now, is it the FurryCons? Or the Santa Cons. Is uh is Furfest seasonal? <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I mean, it, it, if you book it around the holiday season, the Santa Con people may be like, Hey, fuck you. You could you could do FurCon in February, March, April. Why do you have to book it right here? Imagine being the hotel manager for this Yeah. <laughs> Mur you on the get a Karen. Ask for the hotel manager. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I guess, yes, technically FurCon could be done any time of year. However, this time of year is the time of year where, you know, people are taking extended vacations because that gap between Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. Christmas, really in the corporate world, ain't shit getting done. If you work behind a computer, you probably got a lot of time off during the November, December season. So that's probably the best time of year globally okay. for people to get together. Yet, also, SantaCon has to take place around this time of year because tis the season. Yeah. So, SantaCon, I like Alan's parameters the best here. So, the Hyatt Hotel, New York City, double booked for FurCon and SantaCon. <laughs> Battle to the death. Victor takes the hotel for the weekend. 
<laughs> Who you got? I feel like the SantaCon people are, are driven and uh, inspired by the Christmas spirit. <clears throat> while the FurCon people are driven by the fact that they're outsiders. You know, they're 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 nobodies. They're outliers. They're <clears throat> Christ. I didn't know about fur was was it again? FurCon? Fur Furfest. I've fur been fe- messing it up this whole time. Fur, Furfest versus SantaCon. I didn't know about Furfest until I read this article. Uh I I I guess on the surface of if I'm going to just gotta kind of measure up the groups. I would say the fur festers, and here's why: because I feel like the outliers of this type of thing really have an axe to grind. They get there and they're like, you know what, fuck Santa Con, a Christmas fucking thing. You don't know what we go through. We've been to Albuquerque, New Mexico, Reno, Nevada, Youngstown, Ohio. We're trying to make a name for ourselves, you motherfuckers. And you're sitting here exploiting fucking Christmas. Let's go. There you go. There's my reason. Yeah. I, don't, I, was, I got uh, I got a little entranced in looking at the pictures on the FurFest website. <laughs> <laughs> Some real and, tough guys uh, there, huh? I hope. <laughs> look, no, I, I actually, honestly, I think I'm going to go this uh I'm going to go with the fur fest and hear me out here. These motherfuckers live in these things. They're adept. Mm-hmm. They've adopted. They, they they were they were born in the dark. You know what I mean? They they didn't uh, they, just they didn't adopt. adopt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they were born in the fur. They didn't just adopt it. Yeah. Exactly. Like you know, I'm at SantaCon and I'm just hammered. Because I like Christmas stuff. Like, I I got no business really getting into a brawl with a bunch of very principled weirdos at a Hyatt for a yeah. conference center. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think the furries are more dangerous than one would imagine. You can only say bah humbug okay. so much if you're in Santa Con. Like, bah <laughs> exactly. humbug. Bah humbug. Hey, man, bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> Calm down. Bah! Did somebody call my name? They call me Humbug. Let's like, go. Like, hold on, hold on. Like, like, imagine. Can I get the share? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I say yeah, like I have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, you, like you're gonna control it. <laughs> like, like imagine, just like this guy. Just coming at you, just okay. Just really like you know yeah. what, buddy? We, we're g- gonna get weird in here and listen to music and yeah. dance the night away. That's <laughs> the the East Tennessee Chattanooga Blue Dogs uh, uh, mascot. He moonlights like, at fucking uh, Furcon. Look at like look at okay these costumes. Look at that. Yep. That's okay. the uh, that's that's yeah, the that's the I, west that's the west that's the West Phoenix Prairie uh, State fucking <laughs> lily pads, the prairie moles. Yeah, prairie moles. <laughs> okay, all right. Damn, I appreciate where tits. you guys are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Damn, that's got got, bad, got a badonk on that fox right there. <laughs> no, um, here's the thing: is like you guys are being distracted by the foam and the fur. And you're not thinking about the person inside the costume. Now, see, Santa Fest is a drunken street crawl. It's an alcohol-fueled rage fest with normal people. And these are people that like to go outside and mingle amongst the public. The furries are people who don't go out in public. And the only time that they've ever experienced real life is when they're inside the mascot costume. They haven't seen the sunlight and when they have ventured into it, it's inside of a fur-filled foam costume. They don't know how to interact with humans. They've never thrown a punch in their life. There's a burly man. There's a hacksaw Jim Duggan who's <laughs> just been dying to put a red and white suit on once a year to go to the New York Hyatt to fight some asshole who decided to venture out in a costume that looks like a fox. And that person in the fox costume is going to get power bombed into a fucking sidewalk. 
that's how that's going to go down. The furries will be slaughtered in under five minutes, and that Hyatt will be filled with red and white fur. I think in the form of Santa costume. I think we're we're forming another "You'll Never Make It" movie where this is about yeah. to happen, and you say they never see the light of day. Uh, a helmet or and or a top gets ripped off, and they're like, "Wow, yeah. this is amazing! I, I love the Christmas spirit." It's a Christmas movie where the fur cons join the Santa. Cons. Now I feel like the head would come off, and then they would just scream in an octave that's only heard by birds and small mammals who live underground and then they would cry and their pasty white skin would burn in three and a half minutes in the New York sunshine well the the real birds would fly away the drone birds would fall down and, you're never and, gonna let that go <laughs> nope never <laughs> alright but I do appreciate the fact that you think that the furries would be more um how do you say like uh like they would come together more they would they would be a more cohesive unit because they are amongst their own and they would be they have more to fight for than the SantaCon people because it's just a bunch of random dumb fucks that got together to drink beer and look like Santa Claus whereas these people this is their life they've waited for this they've they've pined on this they will become a cohesive brave heartian unit and slay the Santas also, but I still feel like normal people fight better than yeah, you get to, like listen, you would assume that there's a natural yeah. handicap in one of these suits, right? But I think because they're in these suits so much that they could be equally as dangerous. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you're like also doubting Alan and I took in the Christmas spirit and into our evaluation as to who would win. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't doubt the Christmas spirit, but, yeah, but it loses true. this time. Bah humbug. All right, SantaCon, FurCon. <laughs> I, I don't even know why FurCon. That FurCon, it's not even fucking FurCon. I'm laughing at it. FurFest. FurFest. Shaka Con. Whatever. Here we go. Fun Fact Friday. Hit us up, Mur. End of the year. Let's, let's do it. We've got one final Fun Fact Friday for the year coming up next week. But until we get there. Let's get to some OMG facts brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you had the Shin Splints Recovery Group at FurCon and SantaCon, I have a feeling that both FurCon and SantaCon would just rip apart the Shin Splints Recovery Group assholes. And if you'd like to be a part of that community, you can do so over at Facebook. You can find them, the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know the human tooth has about 55 miles of canals in it? Jesus. The little ridges that run through your teeth. 55 miles worth. I mean, that could get us, uh, like, I, that I'm in Baltimore, that gets you past D.C. That's wild. It is, no, it's just crazy that, like, there's that. I mean, I, I don't know what to do with this fact. Sometimes I read them, and I don't know where they're going. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if, like, if, if you go to, like, dentistry school, and you're, it's like you have to, like, map a tooth, like, up and down. That's why I've got so many goddamn cavities. Why do we have to have these little canals in our teeth? What is the purpose of the canals? Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard that one. 55 miles. <laughs> cool. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? Koi fish have been known to live up to 226 years. Fuck. It's like tortoises. I didn't, I didn't know they lived like a really long time, but I didn't know that. that's long. That's a long time. Like, there's like tortoises who, who have been alive since uh, it's like past Lincoln today. That's what that's kind of what this is. Dude, the 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 zoo that Alan makes fun of that I I take my kid to all well, the, the time, one you were like uh, you were like oh there's a tiger who's fucking got like one eye. He's, he sucks. He lays around <laughs> and humps humps the air or something. 
It's not an exact quote, but I'll take it. Um, it's like a golden yeah. retriever with fucking, <laughs> fucking painted on stripes on it. Look at this tiger. It's Barky because he barks. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I just learned this the other day. They have a tortoise there. It's over 200 and some years old. I think he was... I, I think he was alive during Lincoln's uh, presidency. It's like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But koi, fish. That's I mean, uh, that's it's, it's like I I can't describe it. No, I didn't know that. But fish, I get it, kind of. But why? What? But under nature, what purpose in nature? Like, did they? Did it? Was nature always just like? Well, they. I mean. They're supposed to be eaten well before that. Like, so they just net like nature never put a fucking expiration date on it because it like it was expected to be eaten at some point. Are you saying that uh, the only yeah, people, that, the only ones that that uh, should live that long are apex predators? The crocs can yes. live like to 100. Well, like us, the like the the thinking species, yeah, like w- wouldn't it make more sense for us, like. And okay, and I'm just pulling them. Okay, I'll say Thomas Edison, so Alan doesn't yell at me about Elon Musk. Like, shouldn't somebody like that or a Nikola Tesla, like, wouldn't it be more valuable from a nature standpoint for like that mind to live and double the 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 lifespan that it currently lives now because it has more to offer the world? I mean, yeah, but I think you like this is just a flaw in like like the like how you're perceiving it so like biology doesn't give a fuck about you know fucking space boys rocket car or whatever you know what i mean but what he does what nature does give a shit about is like it, it fucking the life cycle right it's just all fucking it's all chaos and fucking ending up back and circulating nutrients and fucking energy back into a system so like yeah fucking we eat up a lot of fucking energy, like on a daily, just existing, just on a daily basis. These tur- these turtles burn like a fucking like two hundred calories a fucking year, you know what I mean? And then so they get to live forever. Like we, unfortunately, do a bunch of shit. We're larger animals, and so we die. We die quicker. Yeah, but they, they don't they don't have nearly the amount of fun that we do. I've seen yeah, turtles. They're like, mm, and they've told me. I don't me, know. Like, have you have you seen those tortoises banging and heard that noise they make? I was, uh, yeah, I mean, he sounds like he's living a good life, bro. So, I made that noise two days ago, and I'm not going to explain to you where it came from. It came from that s'more that was all over your face. Yeah, probably. Oh, you guys saw it all over my face. Fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that white creaminess all over your mouth. <laughs> Did you know, during the 1909 World Fair in Seattle, a baby was given away in a raffle? Jesus Christ. We don't deserve to live much longer than we do. You see? Kudos to the tortoises, man. You get those two facts back to back, you're like, all right, well, that's why. Yeah. I thought... wasn't there there was a world fair after that in like was it like St. Louis or Chicago in like nineteen twelve that, that that we were like lobbying to have? And then what, nineteen oh nine in Seattle? I can't imagine Seattle in nineteen oh nine. I can't yeah. imagine the fact that like they're like, Oh shit, the world's fair's here. Bam, we gotta spice this fucker up. Hey, does anyone not want one of their kids? Like, yeah, I I hate this kid. Yeah. But all right, cool. Let's fucking let's see where this goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. I mean, a kid raffle. Hey, what'd you, what'd you win from the fair? I won this koi fish. What'd you win? I won a baby. <laughs> yeah, I won a four by eight Kit Kat. I don't even know what the hell this is. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, it just it just goes to show you. I know in the current era we live, we want change and we want it now. But man, just over a hundred years, we were giving babies away at fairs, so we come a long way, yeah. and only two generations of people. 
still kind of feels like we probably shouldn't have been doing it then. Though. <laughs> yeah, we should have known better. Uh, I'm not saying you're, I, yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but I'm just saying the fact that we learned and we moved on very quickly from that point moving forward is a is a testament to the uh, yeah, uh, just. I'd rather know old. when the last time a baby was given away via raffle was. <laughs> This here's a Karen. Well, <laughs> well, I have a feeling if you go to one of the 1909, but if you know a raffle in fucking Mississippi happened in 1968. <laughs> 68? <laughs> you ever been to one of those bull roasts? <laughs> There's a reason they closed the blinds and locked the doors. Yeah. Uh, did you know? When the Big Mac was first sold in 1968, it cost 45 cents. Damn. A kid should have been exchanged with that. I'm going to tell you right now, because that fucking Big Mac is so goddamn good. A hot Big Mac is pretty delicious. Yeah. 65 cents? I mean, I haven't had one. 45. Shit. In 1968? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it just makes you wonder that are are we being overcharged for stuff now, yes. or is the dollar just shit? Uh, both. Or, but but okay. yes, we're getting overcharged immensely. Where do you think where do you think the record corporate profits come from? <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I just I I just wish the Big Mac. Okay, the Big Mac, the sauce, it already has relish in it, right? There's already bits of like yeah. pickle in there. Yeah. It's Thousand so Island. Me, it's Thousand Island dressing. Thousand Island dressing. And mayonnaise and and something else, and but it doesn't need does not need pickles. That's that's my only bitch about the Big Mac. It's over pickle. It doesn't need pickles because there's pickle pieces in the in the uh, Russian dressing. Is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Thousand. Yeah. I- that's right. There it is. Alan nailed it. It's it's a it's Italian dressing, Russian dressing, and a little bit of mayo with relish. That's the big no, max. No, so uh, Russian dressing is Thousand Island dressing. They're just call like people call them different things. There's no the same islands thing. in the <laughs> Russia. <laughs> hey, I didn't. I don't. I was always uh, curious about that. I said, "Who named?" Fucking these salad dressings. Like, who had the privilege and was like, you know what? Thousand Island dressing. This is Thousand Island. God, dude. It was like after like World War II broke up and they had to like give give things out. The guy, you got French, Russian, uh, you got Italian, uh, the Americans. Where did ranch come from then? (laughs) Or it was Russian dressing until fucking like until after World War II. They were like, look, we don't fuck with those Russians anymore. We got to call it something else. Uh, uh, thousand Islands. The little pickles look like Thousand Islands yeah. in the in the sauce there. And they're boom, done. No more Russian dressing. Possibly. This is a I didn't. I, that's the fun fact that I'm walking away from this fun fact Friday with. Yeah. Stalin, finally, Stalin didn't make us think about it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Your theory is good. Gorbachev didn't bring it up. <laughs> one of his one one of his birthmarks was one of them. It's actually, that's how it got there. It's just Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> he couldn't wash it off, right? He was, he was eating a very sloppy Reuben. <laughs> never turned back. <laughs> Did you know the word robot comes from the Czechoslovakian word? Robotovat, which means to work very hard. Mm. Nope. Didn't know that. I just assumed it uh, came from that song, Mr. Roboto, or uh, Short Circuit. Yeah. Johnny Five is alive. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Steve Gutenberg's best work. (laughs) That before or after they lost claim to fucking... Russian dressing. <laughs> we got a greaser uh, grinds up here with Russian dressing. I'll <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Call a thousand islands, sir. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, that fell apart, but that is your fun fact Friday. <laughs> That's your Christmas fun fact Friday. Fuck that. That's, That's it. it. Happy holidays, you fuckers. <laughs> we need a new calendar. All right. Hey, look. Before it's you coming. go. <laughs> That's right. It's going to be what, Murr? 
Amazing facts, 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 facts. <laughs> Before you go, German police are on the hunt for 60 containers of stolen bull sperm. That's right, folks. If uh, if you know if you know anything about this, if you live in the great place of uh, it's actually outside of Berlin. Uh, police in West Germany are appealing uh, for help in a crackling and potentially very cold case. Authorities say that about 60 containers of bull sperm were stolen from a farm in a town, Auflin, 90 kilometers, 96 miles, northeast of Cologne, uh, Monday and Tuesday. This is, uh, let's see here, about two or three weeks ago. So I don't know. Maybe it's not a crack case, but that's right, man. 60 containers. Bull sperm. Gone. <laughs> so you're going to say bull sperm one more time. Actually, the problem with this is that when they steal it, it's uh, cool with liquid nitrogen. So it sits at about 196, 196 negative degrees Celsius. So these are pros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is their first bull bull semen heist. (laughs) No, this is an Ocean's Twelve. Yes. Well, let me tell you, man. Like it, it. How many? Wait, how many containers? Twelve. Ooh, much more than twelve, man. Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I I work in you know horse breeding country. And we get containers of uh, of horse jizz all the time, and they are like okay. Remember like the three liter bottle, not the two liter, the three liter, like yeah. as big as a fat carp out of the fucking creek. Like they're like they're they're fucking huge, and they've got the so sixty of those. That would be like <laughs> that would be like the crate that you see in. That has a nuclear bomb in it, like in every action movie you've ever seen. Right, that's like a, how much sixty containers. I'm thinking like like uh, uh, the Rock with with the with yeah. the agent like the stuff that like inside the missiles that make people like par- with like have paralysis. Like yeah, bull calm, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna say very Jurassic Park. Sure, you know, lots of like lots of turn handles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gases yeah. come out, things of that nature. Mm. Uh, Velociraptor, Plantosaurus, Bullcum. Yep, that's it. That's yeah. me. Yeah. And, and then Newman like, steals Ro- it. Ro- it. Just says Roscoe on it. That's, <laughs> you know, that's the name of the prize bull. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, this, that's, a, that's probably some pretty valuable shit right there. I mean, I don't know what kind of bulls they're from. But you don't freeze the the sperm of the bull that's just kind of like limping around in the field out there. Like these are probably the ones that could gore you to death, or have like just some sweet gelatinous marbled meat. Right. They, they maybe these bulls uh, are part of the algorithm to create the figgy. <laughs> <laughs> the figgy pudding jelly. Figgy pudding jelly via spam. I, I I don't know. I mean, somewhere or, somewhere in my mind, I, I find it uh, somewhat I don't know, like fascinating that someone's like, yeah, they target fucking bull sperm. That's that's what I'm fascinated by. I think you got to right. Like it's not us. We're not doing it, even if we had the capabilities. I don't know anybody to sell bull semen to. So what do I do right. with stolen semen? Like if you someone comes across your like you like your parameters, Alan, and you, I mean, you're not a you're not a narc. You're you're not a narc, right? Nope. I I had to check. I had to check. And no, someone's like, yeah, like hey, like hey, I got I got to tell I, me if you are a narc. I, I I got a gallon of bull semen, man, and you. Someone who would like you would jump at the opportunity of like a, a a cool like business venture. You'd be like, oh, uh, word, like, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd be like, I can't, I don't know how you what would help you with that information, <laughs> but I'm here, I'm here for you. Like if you West were like, hey, hey man, I got a gallon of bull semen, gotta get rid of it. Be like, uh, uh okay, um. Let me know when you find them. I'll help you carry. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you do. I don't know. I don't. Sorry. I don't. Have, you know, 
I don't have fucking Kevin Costner from Yellowstone on speed dial. Like I can't call a rancher. I don't. I don't have a rancher's number who needs bull semen in a, in a pitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a great point. Like, why hasn't this case been solved like yesterday? Because how many people are in the market for high quality bulges? Mm-hmm. Like you know, unless unless there's like a a secret like underground like soup connoisseur that's like I need me some bull semen soup you know like that like in like in the Philippines and the Asian countries there's like that shark fin soup community maybe there's like a bull semen or uh, there's like a deer antler spray someone has figured out where like they they could rub it on something you know a little bull semen on the shoulder a little on the elbow I'm ship shape my ailments are gone. Arthritis is gone. Bottom line, how many bull studs are there out there? There can't be like an international ring of like bull studders. Yeah. So yeah, this should definitely be solved. Like there should be the FBI or Interpol or whoever on the phone with like five guys. Hey, you heard anything about this bull jizz? Well, that's the thing. You yep. can't even like, what is it? It's not even international. It's got to be low, like... You know what I mean? What's the 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 worst you're going is to like Canada. Yeah. Hey, and this sounds like another uh, you won't make it type of goddamn <laughs> thing. The international bull semen trade. Not the, the the fucking the Ghanaian fucking black market bull semen fucking <laughs> <laughs> crowd is very very small. <laughs> Dude, dude, dude dips his pinky into the bag, but mm, that's bonafide right there. That is <laughs> extra salty. That is hundred percent. That is hundred percent right there. <laughs> All right, Alan, tell the kiddos and the kidettes where you can find the middle classes. You can check us out. After that, if you want to, on social media, you can find us at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok. And for your ear holes, please jam us out on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Yeah, that's right. So, guys, we'll continue with reading these comments from these fucking animals that watch our watch our stuff and it's they're getting good no I'm really I'm really starting no bulls by the way no bulls yeah really starting <laughs> to enjoy the stuff we get uh so these uh we have two that come from a tiktok that we made called take this test i think this is about the it was this about the sat but this is where you uh, had said uh the the sat was uh culturally biased yes mm-hmm. um backed up by years of statistical data uh and i'm a danimal and Mr. Krabs.bb said, and I quote, I'm a Danimal. It, it, it is racist for Asians, whites, and Middle Easterners. Uh, that's not really a question. I think it's a comment. Uh, so yes and no, but yes, just yes. It's, it's pretty racist, but it's more elitist. And I think I said that in my comment. Mm. Uh, it's, more, it's more geared towards having some money, which... Asians and Middle Easterners, kind yeah. of hit. and I also like how you pluralize the whites. Yeah, Just, the, the well, Asians the could have made it better with the whites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then, uh, Mr. Krabs said everyone takes the same test. Yep, that's yeah, that's kind of not the problem. Uh, but yeah, we, we comment, Mr. Krabs Please check back in with us when you've got more to more to add to the discussion. We appreciate it. The point was that the test is biased. The fact that everyone takes the same test is the problem. It's the circumstances around it, uh, but yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. <sighs> Ah, this comes via a uh, YouTube video, Flat Earth Science, where we uh, propagated a quite like a like a 101, maybe a 201 series uh, college course called Flat Earth Science. Uh, Abe Rentpool says, oh, and it's like, oh, 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 you guys definitely need to get a flat earther on because these questions you guys are based on a false premises that flat earthers actually think. No flat earther thinks we live 
on a disc in space. No flat earther believes in dinosaurs or meteors. So what the fuck do you I... guys believe in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, Wes, the problem with the disc and dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaurs way too much, and they would stop through the disc, and we would just fall to the other side. There's no way a dinosaur right. could have existed on a flat Earth. Right. When, a bron- when there was a brontosaurus stampede, the disc would have begun to flip like much like a coin. Yes. <laughs> and we'd have gone hurtling through space. Wait, 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 which would be impossible because, as you know, space is fake. <laughs> and the only, the only person that would have put the flat Earth back on its orbit in the way that we know it is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, boom. Both feet fucking slammed down. Good night. <laughs> yeah, I like I I read this and I was like, oh, okay. Yep, yeah. I mean, that's fine. We should get somebody on probably to get. He says he the, okay. We do we need to read out stuff? To, he says we stuff and we're like, okay, cool. That seems reasonable. Don't live on a disc of space. So I'm glad you don't believe that. And then we get to the no flat earther believes in dinosaurs, and we really come off the rails. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it's come on. <laughs> so, is this guy a flat earther? Or is that the can? Is that what we can ascertain? I think he's a flat earther. Yeah, I think he, or he at least knows a couple of flat earthers, and he's like, you should have a flat earther. Right. I mean, because that was an necessary addition to his point. You know, like yeah. Like, I mean, I think it was his his point. You know what I'm saying? I believe that the vaccines work, but obviously AIDS is fake. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, where did that come from? Why did you say that? <laughs> like, you guys are just, you got it all wrong. Also, dinosaurs aren't real. Okay. <laughs> right. Did you know Flat Earth just didn't think that? Like, uh, sorry. <laughs> we don't believe in meteors. You know, you know, like, small meteors have hit Earth, like, this year. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, sir, sir. <laughs> so I was, I was waiting for this guy to be like, "I'm an Aries. I would know." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, ape rent pool. God, people's fucking usernames on social media are preposterous. Just, I just need to throw that out there. But we move on. Uh, so we did a TikTok. We did a lot. We actually did a long bit. Where we looked at uh, starting quarterbacks around the NFL, but if they were ladies. And we kind of just passed judgment on them superficially because we're fucking men from America. We're fucking like George, <laughs> we're like the George Michaels of the world. You know? <laughs> Check out ladies. <laughs> George we're, Michaels, Hacksaw George Jim Duggan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so in our QB mashup TikTok, uh, blickety blow. I think it, I think he means blickety blow, but it was probably taken already. So blickety blow. I'm gonna give it to you. He said, "Just skip to Murr's groan for Justina Herbert." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Be> good. <laughs> I should have had it queued up, but like, yeah, I watched that bit yesterday and was just giggling because we had some good some good one liners on that one. Yeah, check us out, Justina Herbert. Let the gargle peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We uh we itched towards the door uh towards Christmas. Uh I want to wish my co-host a very Merry Christmas and uh Alan a happy birthday. I know that oh, yeah. you will uh we you, you will be what uh, hold on hold on thirty uh, six. Yeah. Thirty six yep. years young. Thirty six. Long Christmas here coming up. Um and uh no, I, I I like to tell the people that I love Merry Christmas. Murr, uh you are good friends with the Colonel, and the Colonel is gonna uh tell everyone how they should feel about Christmas coming up as we sign well, everyone off here at the middle class levels. And I'll you can you short, can say what you want. Sweet. Uh, well, look, bottom line is, like, years ago, I stumbled across the fact that the, the Colonel Sanders, KFC fame, he created several Christmas albums, and he, in his jackets, he liked to tell stories about, uh, you know, maybe how he came up with some 
uh, some bits, uh, some some recipes, and some of the salespeople that have worked through them for through the years. He would tell whimsical little tales. And through the Christmas album, I, I actually was able to find and unearth a. Now, this isn't a completed recording; it never made it to an actual album. But this is an outtake of the Colonel singing the Twelve Days of Christmas, and I couldn't think of a better way to wrap up this holiday season than with Colonel Sanders giving you a little bit of an auditory orgasm. Yeah, this is I mean- for you, America. I think I could I could think of a better way if is is if the Colonel and Hacksaw Jim, Hacksaw Jim Duggan had crossed paths, but they, I mean it's young and old is what it is. And uh, Alan, you you've heard this. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, just, just buckle up. Christmas, right? Yeah. yeah. Tis, tis the season. <laughs> tis, the, tis the season. Open your hearts. Yeah, wide open. <laughs> Open as you can get them. <laughs> An open heart surgery. <laughs> Crack your fucking chest plate and spread that fucker open. Yep. And here we here we no go. <laughs> Except the spirit. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> good night. Good night, everyone. Here it comes. Now on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a franchise in New Jersey. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me syphilis and a franchise in New Jersey. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Now she gave me some sort of speech about how I've lost my vitality in the bedroom. To which I coldly explained to her that maybe if she'd laid off the biscuits and country gravy for a few months, that maybe, just maybe, my vitality would magically return. Syphilis and a franchise in New Jersey. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a recipe for spicy chili. She's a fat bitch, syphilis. And a franchise in New Jersey On the fifth day of Christmas My true love gave to me Five fraternity tests That chili recipe And you know what? This is really kind of bugging me now Because I just can't get over the fact That my wife, the one who says That I have been depleted as a man my bank account on a daily basis has the gall and audacity to claim to me that my penis no longer functions in the way a man's penis ought to function in the bedroom. This is the reason men have whores, and maybe the reason on the next day I got syphilis and a franchise in New Jersey. Are we still doing this goddamn song? There's 12 of them. Son, the only thing there are in the Colonel's book are 11, and we ain't going there today. How many days of Christmas? 12, son of a bitch. The only people that celebrate that many goddamn things in a holiday season is those stinking Mohammedans, and there's a reason they're back there in the 5th century. No, sir, the Colonel is done here. What's that? You can give them their goddamn money back. I ain't finishing the song. (laughs) You can kiss my white hairy balls. I got a horsey. That sweet thing from Guadalajara. She called him a name. Mm. Mm. Merry Christmas.